Hello, my name is Maurice Washington. I want to welcome everybody to another episode of Executive Talk, those that are here live in our studio audience and also those that are watching us live. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the wilderness of business. Now, for anybody that's been in business for any given amount of time, you guys know it, it, it does feel exactly like a wilderness. Sometimes you feel like you have a great pathway and it's straight, and then all of a sudden you see all these trees and branches in your way and you have no clue what happened. Then you're all, all, all of a sudden you're trying to find this path again. So in this particular conversation, I want you guys to do me a favor, just relax for a minute and I'm take you guys on the journey in order to make this particular show make sense. Um, more than likely, we're gonna turn this show into a series, so I just wanna introduce that to those who are watching and people that are here. So let's go ahead and get, let's go ahead and get started. So first of all, what we need to know is that the wilderness has always been with, been with us, but there's always been a factor to move us through it. So we didn't actually have to feel what it's like to be in the wilderness. Let's talk about the cycle first and foremost, the cycle of life. And this is the wilderness cycle. And we can, I'll associate everything in a few seconds here. But obviously everybody's been through a cycle where, and I, of course, fast forward at birth, you got your teenage years, you have your adult, and then you work, and then typically at this point, you're probably owning your own business at this, at this particular time. So this is the cycle. Each part of this cycle has a significant reason why it affects your business ownership right now, and this is why we call it the wilderness cycle. So think about it, birth from the age of, uh, birth to the age of 13. So zero to nine months, okay, this is when you're in your mother's womb, it's the most significant time frame of your entire life. The reason why, the most development has occurred. The reason why, whatever age you are right now, without that, without that development, without those codes that was inserted in you at that time from zero to nine months, your 3840 would not be what it is. Everything significant happened at that zero to nine months. But we'll, we'll go ahead and relate that back here later on. But, so remember that point. So as soon as you're born, you're born into the wilderness. But your immediate covering, the fact that you have parents. Okay, so you're born into the wilderness, but in order to help you get through the wilderness, you have parents. So I'm gonna fast forward that particular time frame and take you to nine years old. Now, not a lot of people can remember themselves at nine years old, but I'm sure you've seen a couple of nine-year-olds run around. But you, have you ever been in a conversation with a, a nine-year-old, they're watching TV, and they see, they see a movie that's coming out in the next few months, and it's PG-13. And what is, what's, the parent, what's the typical parent statement? Well, because you're not 13, you're not old enough yet, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll take you at that time, but you're not old enough to see that movie. So at nine years old, you're kind of bummed out. You're, you're associating life with, well, I'm young, I'm too young to do what I want. So what happens to your life at that particular time? Now, you have your 10th birthday, 11th birthday, 12th birthday, 13th birthday. Of course, you're excited about the, parent, the presence, but what are you most excited about? The fact that you have new opportunities and that you can do what you wanted to do at that particular time. Nobody can say no to you anymore. Okay, you, you're having this mindset shift right now at nine and you're already looking to age 13, but you still have this covering. So you're still safe to actually have this thought process and think in the future and don't have to worry so much about now. Now, the next part of that cycle, let's take the teenage years. Let's take 13 to 19. These are, these are some of the things that happen to you as a teenager. Your parents can't do anything right. Have you ever had that particular mindset or you know some teenagers? 
We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the teenagers, and you weren't like that. Let's just pretend that <laughs> you weren't like that way. But your parents can't do anything right at this particular stage in life. But fast forwarding, you can be 14 years old and say, I'm going to do much better than what my parents did. You have no idea what it's like to be a, an, a, an adult at this time, but you already assume that you're going to do much better than what your parents are going to do. The list of don'ts, don't do's in life, that's all you hear. Yes, you're, you're 14 and you want to do this. No, you, you really shouldn't do that. No, you really shouldn't do that. No, you really shouldn't do that. So what does that do to you? Part of you is saying, okay, no, but at the same time, you're fast forwarding and say, you know what, I want to get to the age where I can do what I want. I want to make my own decisions. And these are all the things happening while you're still up underneath that covering. You nodded your head, yes. Now, that nod, now in, in, during this time frame in that teenage years, you know what that means. It means, okay, okay, I want to get back to what I'm doing. It's enough so you don't have to hear it anymore. It's enough so you didn't get into trouble. So that's what that looked like in the age of 13 to 19. So again, you're living life under this covering, but you're still, and again, this particular stage is a little bit different because now you're going to a freedom point where you actually have freedom to make the own choices and decisions. So you're still up underneath this covering. So you really haven't felt the effects of the wilderness yet. So now what does adulthood look like? First thing you do to satisfy that is you have your job. You have a few jobs, but you have your job. And what does that job replace? You went from covering from 18, 19 years with your parents. Now all of a sudden, now you have a job, you still have that same level of covering. Because that, that, now that covering, you satisfy that, that particular portion. Now, the next thing that you want to satisfy, you want to be able to do what you want. So think about it. In your 20s and 30s or whatnot, you go hang out all night, go to work tomorrow. Okay, you go hang out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday, you're a little bit tired. You know, you've had those moments during, during, those, during those years. But you can still kind of do what you want, and you have this covering of the job. You don't really have a lot going on. Another decision that you're able to make is you go and get married because one of the things that you want to satisfy as well is that you're going to do better than what your parents did. So you go and get married. Okay, you have kids, you have et cetera. You have this, this setting of what you have already imagined when you're 14, 15 underneath the covering. Now, what does your job look like to you? It's the same. These statements are going to be the same as they were when you were talking to your parents. They don't know, they really don't know what they're talking about. My boss has no clue what they're talking about. I can't believe they're in management. There's no way, if they can be in management, I should be in management. No one listens to me. I kept telling them, this is how you get it done, but nobody listened to me. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what this is. You're watching yourself during your, while you have your job, you're watching your boss take vacations and you're stuck working all the time. These are all motivators for your, because again, we talked about in the age 13 and 19, you're looking at your parents and you're saying, even at that age, I'm going to do better when I'm this certain age. It's the same thing that's happening right now. The same type of conversation is already happening up underneath the covering of that job that you're in. Now, with the workforce, you know, everybody's different. Everybody has been in the workforce for X, Y, Y, Z amount of years. I mean, some people 10 years until they got their own business. Some people never have their own business. There's, everybody's across the board, but let's say somebody's been in the workforce for 15 years. 
So 15 years means a lot. You don't know how much 15 years in the workforce means until you open up your own business. Because that 15 years has altered your perception. What is altered? Let's think about it like this. You start to manage people. Say about four or five years into it, you get to a position where they say, you know what, uh, John, you've been doing a wonderful job. I want you to start managing these people. You have a level of influence. You're starting to get introduced to an influence that you didn't have before. So once you, you start introducing a new skill set, you start managing five people and you're able to kind of work things out, you have a skill set that's being introduced to you. Now let's say you're on, there, on that company again for another four or five years and they say, you know what, your skill set is so good, we want to make you the VP of, mar of the marketing department. Then you're saying, you know what, I'm this degree, it worked out for me, I'm the VP of the marketing department, I have a team of 20 now, when I make decisions, okay, you, you, remember, your management skills are introduced to you. You're a nice person, people like me. You see interaction in the team environment. These are all the things that are starting to be introduced to you. I've always increased sales based off my performance, and you see it on resumes all the time. You take your resume to another company, you know, when I was, work, I was working with XYZ company, I was able to increase sales from 100,000 to a million dollars year after year, and that's my performance. This is how it's able to alter your perception. Before we go into this slide, remember this. When that company, when you're working with that company, there is a financial backing to where whenever you're able to make a decision that impacted the company and made them a million dollars, they had a financial backing in that job that was able to see that decision through quick. So you, got, you had an opportunity to see a speed of a decision making, but one thing we forget is the fact that there was a financial backing in order to move it. Now, the truths about your life actually start to come up. So now you have the job, relationship, you have kids, dogs, cars. Now, sometimes these things are here to protect you from you. Now, let me uh, uh, preface that statement. When you have money, and you can, you can I, I'm, I'm talking to business owners specifically, when you have money, you can have all these things and nobody can question your ethics. Nobody can question how you do things or why you do things. It's, it's amazing what money can do and what people won't ask you if you have money. Okay, so you have this great environment, you have the perfect white picket fence, you got the nice house, Nobody's going to question your environment based on what they see and based on the perception. You don't even have to question you. Your spouse, your kids, nobody will question you if you have this money, this source that's going on right there. You don't even have to question yourself and what's going on with inside when you have money. That's, that, that's the key thing about this. So now that you've taken this scenario, you've seen yourself work, you've seen yourself through all these years and you finally say, Again, in that scenario, what we have presented before is that you saw that your company, the people in your company don't know what they're doing and you know better. So this is how, again, another entrance into the wilderness. But the difference is, this is kind of like the last frontier here. Because no longer are parents there, no longer is a job there. Now all your creativity is now just you. This is your business you have officially entered into the wilderness arena. This is when life is totally different. And this is the time that business owners and people really start to go kind of crazy. 
because you didn't know because again in this particular scenario over here when you have the money when you have the job nobody questions you but this is the first introduction to yourself you will find out how you react you will find out that things are a little different you will find out what it means to be rejected you will find out all those things this is your first introduction to yourself this is also where the most development is going to happen the same time of birth when from zero to nine months when you're when you're trying to you know you're trying to come into this world that same impact of that birth which made you today this is this is kind of a rebirth time frame for you this is when the most development is going to happen but nobody really actually sees it as development because again you're introducing yourself at this particular point you have noticed that you're experiencing things that you never experienced before if you've been in business for any time you've had some conversations with some people you've had some meetings you maybe have a a client right now that's you've experienced some things that it's just driving you crazy you're a lot of you is trying to say i can't believe this is truly possible so you are experiencing things in the wilderness that you were privy not to have to deal with when you're working in that job. Now, what will, your, what will be exposed in the wilderness? Your decision-making skills. Okay, remember we alluded to that earlier. It's one thing to make a decision when there's a financial backing behind you and you can put $100,000 to a decision and put the marketing, put it on TV, put it on the radio, put it all over the place and see that decision bring in 100, 000, you know, 100 clients over the next three, three months and to see it add and multiply. That's, a, that's one particular type of decision. But when your decision making is different, when you have $1,000 in the bank and you have to depend on, well, Joe over here said he'll come to the meeting and Susie over here said that she wants to participate, but she's really unsure, don't know, don't know yet. And all these things, you're trying to piece this together. And you see that this one decision is taking a year just to move through because you actually have to move a whole bunch of people through all at the same time. So your decisions are different in the wilderness. Your reaction when you don't have money becomes very apparent. It's one thing to have money in the bank and then have a deal not go through. But when you have no money in the bank and that, that deal doesn't go through on Monday, there's that one, there's a reaction that can set people back for a day, two, three days and make you think, maybe I should uh, uh, put this whole business ownership. I, maybe it's just a dream. I have no clue, but I need to figure out something quick. It will send you to a panic mode. When there's truth right there, there's something that, you, that needs to be learned and determined at that particular time. But again, your reaction is the first thing that you need to see. And this is, again, the introduction to yourself. Your fears. There's one thing to have fears when you have a covering. But it's different when you have fears. So fears of public speaking. Fear of public speaking actually costs you money when you have your own business, when you're in the wilderness. It may cost you two, three, that, everything that your business needs is in your public speaking, but because of the fear of public speaking, it costs you everything. Judgments. It's one thing, again, to experience personal judgments. In the marketplace, you know, it can be, it can be a little different where some people will like you some people in the marketplace will judge why would anybody do that business i mean that's creative and everything but why would you why would you even how do you make money are you are you sure you're gonna wait until 
four months from now to launch that business? Are you serious? You experience judgments and it goes against the grain as to how you feel and what you think. And sometimes you find yourself making a pressing decision based on somebody else's judgments. Okay, how you run your life. If you love to just, just burn the midnight oil, consume a whole bunch of stuff, okay, I'll go over here, I'll go over here, I'll go run on the weekends and I'll come here, and then this is your pattern of life. It will all be in there, okay? You'll get irritated because business owners want something that you say that you can do, but your life is so busy that it's hard to do it, so you'll get irritated over something that you ask for. This is part of the wilderness that we need to all pay attention to. Rejection. It's one thing to get rejection when you have financial sources behind you. When you don't, rejection is a whole different emotional experience. Value issues. You never really know. Nobody wants to go walk around and say, yes, Dr. Phil, I have, a, I have a, some value issues. Can you please help me through? Nobody wants to say that they have some issues. Nobody wants to say I have some challenges, some, you know, some value things that are happening to me. But this stuff, let me show you the manifestation of it. The negative reactions, if you don't pay attention to these key factors, if they are, if they are apparent, they are key factors and they have to be dealt with because they will show up in your business. Okay, it's one thing to do it in your personal life. And again, you have this scenario over here and you're working for a company, but now you're a business, you're, you'll, if you don't deal with these, your business will start to attack you because all these negative things that you're putting into the business unknowingly are going into your business because they're on filter. They have no choice. If they've seen, if you've seen yourself in kind of disturbing behavior in other areas, of course they're gonna go in this area and this it's your business, it's your passion. So what that relates to is your passion is gonna to start to beat you up. So think about it. all these emotions start to manifest into your business. They start to, you start comparing yourselves to other business owners. This is one of the first emotions that you start to do. Well, you know, you, you may be, uh, uh, I don't know, you can be a hairstylist and, and, and compare yourself to a real estate agent from a financial perspective. Well, they're doing good. I mean, the market should be good. I mean, everybody's making money. Why am I not making money? Two different arenas, two different time frames, two different set of directions. But this is, this is the first reaction. We start to look outwardly, try to figure out what's happening out there because the wilderness is very lonely. You start to increase the speed to satisfy the vulnerability. You never know how vulnerable you are until, again, you're into this wilderness when, all that, when you don't have money for maybe a week or two or three and you have to figure out how you're gonna pay bills, tell everybody that you have money and not feel like you're the broke one around the corner. Okay, it's kind of like having a friend where, you know, you assume that everybody has a car and you say, hey, you know, come over to my house uh, tomorrow. Um, I, I don't have a car. I'll, I need a. You'll get that reaction. That reaction is, oh, I assume everybody has. So it's the same assumption that nobody wants to be the one without money. They don't want to be the ones that 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 don't have anything. Typically these negative reactions, you'll start to experience more pain than business. Each client that you get seems to actually beat you up more than you going forward with the direction that you're trying to send your clients. It's a manifestation that's happening again because this wilderness is weird. And you, there is a specific way that we have to actually look at it, and we'll talk about it in the next slide. 
when your business starts to wear you out, when you get tired, when you look at your calendar, so now there's one area of being tired of, hey, guess what? I would do well if I had that extra hour today. That would work out so I can get some, some things done. There's that type of worn out. Everybody needs to take a break. But there's also that worn out, which is the bad part of it, which says, I don't want to see that client. I don't want to deal with that right now. Okay? That means your business is starting to attack you. You don't need that in your own specific business. So we really got to pay attention to that. Now, what are the benefits of the wilderness? The way that we need to see these opportunities, we need to see number one is opportunities. But what are the opportunities? In order to actually put in the right word, they're tests. Let me show you how the tests work. You go to a client, they ask you to do something more than what you're able to offer. That is a test right there in the middle of that conversation. You have two options to sacrifice and go the next level that you're not able to offer that you know you may not be able to deliver. Now in the back of your mind, you know, I'll call a couple of people, maybe I'll figure it out. But again, that's the point right there. Are you gonna stay in truth? And that truth is yourself. If you're able to stay in truth and not compromise, which is the next, next slide here, or the next uh, bullet point, you're on your way. Now, it may happen again, but that's just to fine tune the test. Then the third time, guess what? You will pass the test. You'll say, you know what, you're right, I shouldn't have asked for that. Let's go ahead and go forward with what you have going on. But that is your first experience right now is a value thing. Do you value yourself enough to say, this is what I can offer, this is what I can do, this is what I can deliver, that's it. And compromise the fact that you may not get that client. But guess what, not getting that client what happens? Maybe that client wasn't supposed to be yours in the first place, but because you may have missed the test, you compromised, felt the sting, and guess what? It will happen again. The test will continue until you get it right. That's just how life goes in the wilderness. Now, you may not be rich in currency. You may not be able to go to the bank account and clarify and say, yes, I am wealthy. However, you're wealthy in spirit. When you become wealthy in spirit, you have no choice but to start leading the way. People will be attracted to it nonetheless just because they know the safety and the fact that you, you, you dealt with yourself. You won't push yourself too far. You're not going to overextend them. You're going to be right in integrity. That's what the wilderness does. It puts you in a place of integrity. It fine-tunes everything. Wilderness can be two, three years. But guess what? Which, which type of the two, three years do you want? Where you, because there's a lot of business owners. I'm sure a lot of business owners have seen people have taken off, but they're on, on the happy. Inevitably, it, that business got ruined somehow because, again, they wanted to escape the vulnerability part, the testing, the fine-tuning. No longer are you scared to be different. See, sometimes in business ownership, um, your friends and family, they know you from a particular place in time. They know you based on the fact that you worked and you know, you're just a good, good egg and you're just cool. That's what they know you from. Now, all of a sudden you try to be different and try to open up your own business. Are your friends sometimes that accepting? Not really. Sometimes they are, maybe, maybe they seem, that, seem they are, but 
when you notice that your friends are no longer there, now you start to notice that I'm different. Something is happening that's changed within us in our relationship. Are you scared to actually continue on the path that you're going? Because the most easiest path is to, oh, friends, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to leave you. It wasn't, that wasn't the reason why. Okay, sometimes your path is starting to change because you're headed towards a different where you're supposed to be in life. Just on a personal note, your name will become the new standard. You know, in the, in the industry, when I sit down and have a lot of one-to-ones, I've noticed that people say, you know what, there's a lot of people in my industry who don't realize this is how it should work. This is why we should be doing what we do for people that we serve. I hear that a lot. But who's willing to compromise for the money or compromise for that new standard and how that industry should be? This fine tuning, this wilderness will help you because again, think about it. If you're down here and you don't have a lot of money, you don't have a lot of resources, you don't have a lot of clients and you're struggling with the day to day with them. Would you like to have a million dollars? You're at the pinnacle and have that type of interaction towards you and not be prepared, it will kick your butt. It, there's nothing that will bring you down faster than being up here and not being ready for it. You've seen it over and over again and we've had examples in various industries over and over again. So the opportunity is fine tune, be the turtle, be the turtle. Yes, you're gonna be slower. Yes, the hair is gonna run around you 12 times, but guess what? By the time you get up here, the hair is tired and the turtle always wins. And that's what the wilderness is for. Take a look at everything. Take a look at your business strategy. Take a look. Are you gonna be organized quarterly? People love organized people because guess what? They're gonna get it done. And it's gonna be organized and it's gonna look good. That's how that works. So my final thoughts with this conversation is don't be afraid of the wilderness. The wilderness is specific for you. The fear is specifically the vulnerability is not the wilderness. This is the first time in your life. Again, if we, if you guys take that and that's why I wanted to show that journey because you've been disconnected from yourself because you've always had a covering for however many years it's taking you to have, have your business. And this is actually the first introduction. The first time you get to see who you are. First time, Nobody's telling you all of, your, all of your statements, all of what you have is here right now. You have an opportunity to see how well you do at decision-making, et cetera, et cetera. This is a, the best opportunity that you had in your whole entire life. This is actually what's, what's called a rebirth. This is rebirth. This is when you get to identify who you are and make a name for yourself. So. That's my final thoughts for that. I hope that helps for anybody that's in the wilderness right now and struggling and trying to figure out what's going on and on the verge of compromising something that they shouldn't compromise. Get back to the basics and just say no and work. Keep on working steady pace. Your pipeline, your calendar, everything else matters when you're in this vulnerability because it will, it will keep you mainstream. I want to introduce everybody to the Facebook page under Executive Talk, LinkedIn, find me, also Instagram, Twitter, and also YouTube to follow the conversations and see anything else within our library of information that can help you move forward in your business. But in the meantime, I have to get back to work. You guys have a great day.